0: Blur it up, blur it up. Welcome to the show where we talk about nerd culture from a BPOV, a black POV. I am your host, Brendan, and I'm joined with TK. Say what's up. Hey, what's up? And Mel, say what's up.
1: Oh, hey, what's up?
0: And today we are going to review Ant-Man and the Wasp. We're going to give our brief spoiler-free review, and then we're going to go a little deeper into the spoilers and how that will affect the mcu going forward so let's get started let's talk about things that we did like so for me i enjoyed the characters i think the banter and the heart was really felt especially between scott and his daughter
1: yeah that's true yeah mm-hmm. i mean ant-man is fun ant-man is light right I mean, it's ant-man is like the 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 the, the La Croix of the MCU universe, you know? It's, La Croix. Yeah, it's very, it's pleasant. It's not, and there's nothing heavy about Ant-Man. And that was a nice follow-up to uh, to Infinity War, I think. A
0: palate cleanser. Uh, yeah,
1: it, exactly. Is, it, is that
2: mm-hmm. the, the sparkling water that yeah, you're Yeah, the
1: fruit-scented sparkling water, yeah. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. we call it yeah. La Croix in my hood. Oh, okay. Really? Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we, don't, we don't go full French. You never go full French. Well,
1: hey. <laughs> trying yeah. to class it up.
0: There was a, I forgot who said it, but someone said not every MC movie is trying to be a home run. Some are just base hits and you have to go into these movies expecting that. No one can go into Ant-Man and the Wasp mm-hmm. expecting something as epic as Infinity War. I,
2: I, I, feel, I feel like any, any of the major superheroes in, in the Avengers, say for example, like whenever they have like multiple sequels and everything, some of those are bound to be base hits. Like you can't have like three Iron Man home runs or something else like that. Like one of them's got to be like a double, you know, or something that just kind of advances and gets you around the the, the field a little bit so that you can uh, get people in position to do something great. Sure.
1: True, true. I think. Yeah. I mean, and then there's so many of them that really nobody's expecting all of them to be great it's all kind of bleeding into one big story so you know not every chapter of a book is amazing so not every mcu movie is going to be on point as a solo entity either well i'm not saying ant-man wasn't Man and the wasp wasn't on point i'm just saying it you know it's not it's it's definitely like a side chapter you know it's not like a main plot driving chapter
0: it's if you look at the mcu as a season or just a complete series some movies are going to be 9.5s out of 10, right? 9 out of 10s. And some are going to be 7s, some 8s. Mm-hmm. If you're binging a show, the, you don't really think about those too much. But because we have to wait so long, especially after something so good as Infinity War and Black Panther, right? It, yeah. it'll stick out a little more.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like we're already getting into like what we didn't like. But I have to be honest, when I left Infinity War, the first thing I said was, how are we supposed to care about Ant-Man now? How was that the next movie? Like, there's really... Who thought that up? Why did they decide to move this movie to after Infinity War?
0: Well, one could argue, why would we feel the same way about the original Ant-Man after Age of Ultron? This is the second yeah time it's followed up a big a, a, a ensemble film
1: yeah that's true which kind of goes towards it being a palate cleanser again yeah you're right yeah i didn't I, think uh, about
0: that on the way here i was thinking about dave Chappelle's stand-up when he talked about 9-11 and he was like you know carson daly was on trl and he had he's saying all right guys we have a uh, ja rule on the phone you guys the fuck with what ja rule thinks i'm not i don't want to dance i'm scared to death and the same with Infinity War. We're all you said. Ant Man is
1: the jaw rule of the MCU. Pretty much.
0: <laughs> we, you know, we, you know, we watched Infinity War. We watched Thanos do all this shit, and then, all right, guys. I know you guys are curious about what's going to happen to the guys, but let's see what Scott's doing. I'm gonna fuck what Scott's doing. Like Spider Man has got murdered. I, I want to, <laughs> you know, Scott Lane may have may not be able to answer some questions. I may not have answers to my questions right now. It's
1: like all my favorite characters just got snapped to death, and you expect me to care about a guy who shrinks? Yeah. I mean. But anyway.
0: (laughs) Okay, so let's go Mm -hmm. back to what we did like. I'll probably edit this later. (laughs) Oh, it's cool. So the heart, the banter. I really like the creative action scenes. Mm -hmm. The original Ant-Man was a sleeper hit. No one saw a lot of that stuff coming, but I thought the action was really creative and well done, the way that they used size. But in this film, they're using size, but also intent. Intangibility. Intangibility, yeah.
1: Intangibility, mm-hmm.
0: yes. Mm-hmm. So that was really creative. I really enjoyed the scenes. I mean, I, I cheered a few times. I thought some things were really cool, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about a little later.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the action scenes were definitely fun to watch.
2: I Like you said, uh, I, I was there for the banter. I was there for uh, Luis, you know, just from the first one. That was that. was I was glad to see that he was going to be back, and I'm sure that he was going to bring me uh, some, some some happiness. Uh, especially, you know, like I, I, think I disagree a lot with both of you about uh, mm-hmm. the idea of like um, Ant Man coming after Avengers, and it's just like I, I just, I need, I need some laughs mm-hmm. after the Avengers. You know okay. what I'm saying? And I'm interested. I mean, I'm interested to know uh, what's what's going to happen and how it tied into the other story and how they explain, you know, what's going on in this in this aspect. Uh, without giving too many spoilers, uh, but I felt like I, I got something that I needed uh, out of the the out of seeing this film um, as far as as it relates to uh, the Avengers film and the Avengers kind of storyline. Um, and then also i got uh, I got to enjoy a lot of kind of banter and mm. um, very, very good comedic performances because I True. feel like when you look at some of the other Marvel films, And they try to shoehorn some kind of comedic moments into it. You don't have comedic timing. You know, the actors don't necessarily have the comedic timing because they may or may not be like more serious actors and not used to kind of the comedic roles. I feel like everybody in here kind of nails the comedy uh, as far as timing and everything else like that a little bit more.
1: Maybe. Maybe. But we'll, we'll save that for the next segment but I will say one other thing that I forgot about is that as a fan of both the MCU movies and the comic books I was really excited to see the Wasp and I was not let down I was very happy to see the Wasp portrayed well she on was screen. awesome she was very very cool she was not the comics Wasp but then nobody is the comics anybody but it was really cool to see that character come up and some of the easter eggs and kind of like uh, what do they call them the like references were sure. really good because they kind of called back to things she did in the comics yeah. that were that they can't really include in the mcu movies now which was cool
0: all right let's go to some things that we didn't like so much so to piggyback off of your comment dk the comedy uh i liked about 95 percent 90 like a it was pretty high but some of those jokes didn't land michael pina His presence felt similar to Guardians of the Galaxy 2 where Guardians of the Galaxy 1 felt more organic in Mm -hmm. the comedy Mm -hmm. and just the overall screen time some characters got. I felt like sometimes Michael Pena was just put on the camera and was asked to just improv and some of those jokes didn't land. They didn't have a punchline and they didn't cut them out. They just left them there. It reminded me of a Deadpool two scene where Deadpool is talking to Cable at the, oh, and yeah, you're, you're, you're at the goes, end, and he's yeah. kind of just goes and keeps talking, uh-huh. and the movie just kind of leaves it there, and it should have been cut out easily. Yeah. So, that's honestly one of my that's probably my, my biggest complaint with this movie. Yeah. Uh,
1: kind
2: of how juvenile some of the humor is. What I'm saying is is and and I'm not I'm not saying that like, the the comedy writing and everything itself. I'm, I'm talking more in terms of performances, you know, uh, and so when, when some of the jokes didn't land, uh, and I feel like that has a lot more to do with kind of like the writing and the direction and everything else like that, but I feel like everybody in this movie knows how to land a joke or knows how to, you know, make a joke work, even if the writing isn't necessarily as good as it could be. True. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like with when it comes to Michael Pena, I agree kind of what you said, where it was just like it was focus grouped and they were just like, oh, man, people really love Michael Pena. So we're just going to throw him in there and let him do his thing and they're just going to eat it up. Um, so I, I, I agree that there might have been a little bit too much liberal use of, of the character, but I was there for it. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: fair enough. I mean it is a very charming cast but i think the writing was not like the dialogue particularly the action scenes were great but the dialogue sometimes was a little bit like this is not how people actually talk or tell jokes or that was supposed to be funny but nobody's laughing and i think it didn't help that i, w- I saw it in a like an early morning showing and there were like three other people in the theater and mm-hmm. nobody was laughing we were all just kind of sleepy and nerds and there because it was ant-man but isn't the so, same yeah.
2: thing true of like comic books where this is not how really people talk.
1: This is true. This is true. But I think the thing is, because com- comic book is a book, so you know you are reading it with it, it's got a, it has a very different voice to actual like human spoken dialogue. I mean, these are trying to be yeah. a little more,
0: mm-hmm. uh, slightly right. more grounded, and right? Don't
1: get me wrong. I'm not saying that it needs like it's a comic book movie. It's not going to have perfect verisimilitude. But there are there were points where the dialogue was just really kind of forced and unnatural. And the cast was they, they did a great job. So they're real charming. But it wasn't it didn't really flow all the time for me mm-hmm. especially when they brought in the villain are we allowed to talk about the villain yet
0: i mean if, sure as long as it's not spoilery. Spoilery.
1: okay i will just say the villain when they brought in the villain there were certain well, things well
0: which one we have ghost and then we have okay okay good i was like i was I, wasn't sure I could to the name
1: i was trying to avoid it i'm like i'm the villain who is the villain who okay well we don't anyway. t-
0: talk about the villain but okay. let's mm-hmm. talk about ghost
1: okay or so or? especially ghost in particular there were some things that ghost says that I was like, that okay, I guess I can keep up, but that doesn't that, that was very much like a shoehorn, like you just kinda threw that in there so that the the audience would know, but it wasn't really mm, okay. I mean it's not very natural at all. It's not very it doesn't flow.
2: Yeah. I, mm. I have to say that if we're talking about things that we don't like, mm. um I wasn't in love with ghosts. Mm. And I wanted to be in love with ghost, but mm. I wasn't in love with ghosts. Mm yeah and i'm just not going to spoil it any further yeah we can talk a little bit more about it yeah
1: i have to be honest if i have to say things i didn't like it was ant-man i'm not a big fan of ant-man i never really look at ant-man on purpose for any reason but because it's a part of the mcu and because i did want to see how does this fit into basically who got snapped to death i wanted to see that so i did see ant-man but i mean i've never been a huge fan of ant-man but so and the character for me is a total throwaway but the wasp is or Sorry, the Scott Lang version of Ant-Man for me is a total throwaway. But seeing the Wasp, seeing Hank Pym, that was cool. So
0: it definitely felt more like mm-hmm. not Wasp as a sidekick, but definitely a partner.
2: Definitely. And I really liked that. Yeah, that was that. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, was, so mm-hmm. you, you don't like Paul Rudd, uh, or you just I don't, don't really like get the, his. Yeah, I think it's the, a bit the of MCU both. MCU version. Well, it's of yeah.
1: Ant-Man. I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that particular iteration of Ant-Man. Um, the, the whole kind of Scott Lang, like the cheerful criminal. Also, I think he got dumbed down a lot in this movie and I wasn't really feeling that. Like he's quite smart in the first Ant-Man movie. You know, he's like this criminal, he's figuring stuff out. He's, he's really practically clever. But in this one, he was just like the big dumb guy who kind of was like, oh, I don't know how that would work. He was like the audience foil, you know, like, oh, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they alluded to his smarts by like having, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Luis have to come and like mm-hmm. bring the schematics to him because he's right. the only one that can kind of figure out. Yeah, this exactly. Kind of
1: stuff. But mm-hmm.
0: I would argue, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying, but I would mm-hmm. argue that because they're going into a, I mean, they're going into the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, most of the, the subject matter, all the, Science mm-hmm. things was mm-hmm. about the quantum realm, which right, is, yeah, you know, it's right. moving but I into think, spoiler territory. Yeah, or no? I think
1: it might be. <laughs> well,
0: no, okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's your it's, show, it's no, it's fine,
1: <laughs> it's fine. all right, but yeah, I mean, uh, but I guess you're right, so it's going into the quantum realm. This is clearly stuff that he can't, that he doesn't understand, it's way above his head. But you know, ne- in the first film, you get this. Everything is again all above his head. Like, really, I'm shrinking in a suit and writing ants. What's going on here? But you never get the sense that he can't keep up. Just that he doesn't know yet. But in mm-hmm. that case, it's mm-hmm.
2: because he's doing it.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. You
2: know, it's not. I mean, like, mm-hmm. once he goes into the quantum mm-hmm. realm and this, that, and the other, he mm-hmm. just starts
0: to accept it. I think. Okay. You know? Okay. I, I, but yeah, it's just that. like yeah. Yeah. talking about mm-hmm. yeah. it. It's just mm-hmm. like, whoa, what's yeah, going totally. on? with
1: you But I mean, about? there were th- and there, <laughs> Well, what's good
0: about Ant-Man is he's a smart man mm-hmm. but he's still an everyman right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i tell you what let's just get into the spoilers okay
1: because we're headed there anyway right but real quick speaking of paul rudd you said do i like paul rudd honestly no i don't get the appeal <laughs> oh. so that was another that's another reason like okay. if it i don't but i don't think if it was a different actor that i would be particularly into it either so okay. i don't I feel know I like just like the, the, the whole
0: christian bale was uh, yeah
1: Christian Bale is- <laughs> <laughs>
0: God. Will Smith, A Christian Bale. I'm small. <laughs> yeah,
1: no kidding. Talk about your method acting.
0: <laughs> Denzel Washington. I am small. Okay. Exactly. Samuel Jackson. All right.
1: <laughs> King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Uh, Charlie's I'm motherfucking small. <laughs> answer is my- okay, let's
0: let's get to spoilers. Yeah. Now. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So let's go first into the main character. We were already mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Really cool. I really liked the opening scene. I it was. I just had to smile on my face. Mm. It it starts off and you think Scott's in this heist, but all of a sudden, his daughter shows up and they're in a cardboard mm-hmm. uh, constructed yeah. a maze because he's on he's in he's, he's on house arrest, mm-hmm. which is interesting because he took that deal after civil war. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This movie is very much about family, what people are willing to do for their families, right? Yep. And Scott was willing. He could have gone on the run. With uh, Cap and and Black Widow and them, but he chose to go back to his daughter, not just to like his mm-hmm. family, but just to his daughter. He did this mm-hmm. for her. Yeah, and he had all that time at his house, and he used his engineering skills mm-hmm. to construct this crazy mm-hmm. uh, maze and almost like a a playground. Mm-hmm. Just for his daughter, I thought that was really great.
1: Yeah, the interactions between Ant Man and his daughter were all super cute. Like she was great, and yes. like just the whole that really brought a level of humanity to the film that was much needed. I thought. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I
2: thought I thought that um his whole interaction with Cassie, um, for me, just kind of like set the tone for 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 the film and his motivations and everything mm-hmm. else like Definitely. that. So we understood like that he's going to do anything for the people that he cares about. True, yeah. Uh, He's gonna do stupid stuff. For the pers- mm-hmm. people that he cares mm-hmm. about. Yeah, you know? yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. And he's kind of, you know, goofy and lovable in that way. Also, though, I found the whole, like, house arrest thing. That's a pretty solid middle finger up to the American justice system. Did you notice that? I thought that was interesting how they kind of mess with the whole idea of the ankle bracelet and, like, house arrest and being tracked by the feds and all of that. And that Randall was... Park? Yes, yes, yes. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, that was really well done, I thought, just kind of on a, you know, a deeper level, like, just kind of showing how how bad the criminal justice system is in terms of rehabilitation and like getting back into society and all of that.
0: I um, thought it was interesting that they revealed that Scott stole the suit because in civil war, you're just like, Oh, I thought he just, you know, just got the suit and went to, and went to go help, mm-hmm. but he stole the suit mm-hmm. from the PIMS. From yeah. And, yeah. Which and is I didn't nice realize, touch, yeah. yeah, I didn't realize they were upset with him yeah. until this movie started. That was, yeah. that was interesting.
1: Yeah. But they had to do something because they couldn't all, because if they're going to be separate at the beginning of the movie, they couldn't have all just been chilling in Scott's house. There had to be a, a central conflict set up between them, between the two camps, the Langs and the Pim Van Dynes, I think.
0: Well, he mm. was guilted into helping them. Mm-hmm, exactly. Find their mother.
1: Right. Yeah, right. Because given the whole family context, the whole like house arrest context, they had to give it, they had to give him a real reason to, right. to engage with the Pims again and that es- was it yeah especially
2: mm-hmm. because he was so close to just getting his freedom
1: exactly exactly and so he mm-hmm. he
2: really shouldn't have done something this dumb he's risking mm-hmm. everything with his daughter mm-hmm. but it was just like exactly
1: and it was a clever way of keeping the romantic subplot fresh too like it was because they had they they couldn't have just kept going with like a blissful happy romance between Ant-Man and the Wasp they had to create a conflict there too so it was cleverly it was a very clever setup it was really well done absolutely
0: mm-hmm. but it was still ant-man hope (laughs) hope and hank how'd you guys feel about them this time
1: Hmm. hope was dope Mm -hmm, yeah she was amazing like she really took a level in badass like she was excellently done Mm -hmm.
0: that scene when she met walter goggins character and i took out all those dudes yes when
1: she ran up the knife yes (laughs) yes yes
2: yes. i was getting ready to kind of bring Mm -hmm. that up as like one of my favorite moments you know mm-hmm. when she went in there and then that's also when we kind of meet our villain as right, well right uh, or well our second villain mm-hmm. right <laughs> um, but but Walton Goggins is just incredible Walton and God, just every sorry. everything like even I'd I'd go see what's the uh t- I saw Tomb Raider because he was in it because <laughs> really? he was in yeah,
1: it yeah yeah well he is good but I have to be honest I was kind of disappointed with the character they gave him he's capable of so much more and he was just kind of this this throwaway you know what this movie reminds me of on some level like those old school heist heist movies where they just kind of have like bumbling random characters show up to move the action along mm-hmm. because they can't be bothered writing better plot devices and that was kind of the parole they gave him unfortunately because he's
2: always bumbling
1: he is but (laughs) he's usually bumbling with a purpose right and like here he was he just kind of showed up to bumble and be like they went that way and that was the end
2: I know but like Mm -hmm. you you if you've had a career of just being an amazing bumbler on film mm. then you're going to get typecast into just we need a bumbler let's get Walton Goggins
1: yeah but i mean i was i was hoping that the cuz even in tomb raider his role was a little more substantial than than in this
0: both of you watch tomb raider uh, i
1: didn't admit to anything i maybe <laughs> wow That <laughs> I mean, was no
2: Okay. I mean I go I go see here's the thing, like I go to a movie sometimes two movies a week, mm-hmm. you know, I like to go in, I like the format because I can shut my brain off. I like it better than t v because t v can just kind of go on forever, mm-hmm. so like I go see movies, even if they're bad generally, mm-hmm. so <laughs> uh, me having gone and spent money on it is not indicative of it being good or me thinking that it would have been good.
1: I don't have as intellectual an explanation as that, so I will simply plead the fifth
0: you all seem very positive about hope you all didn't like uh hank at all
1: oh i definitely did i mean i like michael douglas as an actor he's way more interesting than paul Rudd. you know what <laughs> yeah, i was jokes yeah, yeah i was
0: put off by his facial hair to
2: be perfectly honest Honestly? i thought like i was just like i think that they could have done a lot better than that you uh, know it just it just wasn't working his for styling
1: me. wasn't working oh nah, wow. man
2: i'm sorry I love how no. grumpy
1: and cantankerous and to be honest i kind of like that they have the hank pym former ant-man and like the who was a grumpy cantankerous Mm-hmm. And then they have like the new Paul Rudd, like affable everyman Ant-Man, because and I mean I understand why they made that choice. Watching this movie, simply because you can't have six Tony Starks on a team, and that's where they were going if they had done the Hank Pym Ant-Man. I, mm-hmm. I like
2: I like Bill Foster mm-hmm. better than I like Hank Pym to be. Perfect
1: really? Well, I think that's kind of the point though. Hank Pym's not likable. He's a, he's not he's a grumpy, yeah, crabby guy. He's supposed to be kind of you know he's one of the heroes, but he's not a guy you'd want to get a beer with. Yeah, yeah. He's, and, and he's to just me,
0: been a. He's tortured, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you that's can't true. blame him for it, so. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you never know what kind of man he was before his, his wife yeah. got, you know, but she, she, yeah, she was
1: that's lost. True. Yeah, apparently,
2: mm-hmm. he was throwing colleagues under the bus left and right.
1: Before then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <So>. mm-hmm. True. <laughs> mm-hmm. Coming back to Bill Foster, though, Lawrence Fishburne finally got himself in a Marvel movie. Congratulations. Dr. Morpheus. Congratulations, well, here's, Morpheus. here's what's crazy mm-hmm. now. Yeah.
0: This is the second mm-hmm actor that has crossed over from dc to marvel well it's the third if you include really? now michelle pfeiffer michelle pfeiffer and michael keaton were in the batman films oh yeah okay and then Mor- lawrence fishburne was perry white in from the man still yeah. film yeah. so they they realized those were seeking ships i mean but ryan <laughs> right. reynolds
2: as well he's not in the mcu proper true he
0: all right well nobody talks about green yeah. lantern <laughs> yeah so i think that's interesting um, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if they're going to get Danny DeVito for something. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. That God. would
1: be amazing. That oh my would be gosh! Incredible. Who could Danny DeVito play? Now, I'm going to be thinking about that like for the next two weeks now, just trying to figure out who he would be perfect for in the MCU. Oh my gosh, that'd well, be amazing. I mean, we, Modoc. We... <gasps> <laughs>
0: just have just have him just mocap or just like voice. Hey, just, just...
1: <laughs> that would actually Stalk. be Brilliant Stalk. on some Stalk. level. That oh. would be brilliant on some level. It really Marvel. would be. Listen oh my gosh.
0: You know, you don't have to cut me a check. Just you know, tweet the show. You know what I'm saying? Just some promo. Danny DeVito should it. be in more things.
1: This and is true. W- what Absolutely. about
2: what about Arnold Schwarzenegger being in the in the MCU?
1: Mm.
2: As what? I yeah, don't know. I'm just saying yeah. he was in DC. Oh he, right, he was.
1: He's mis- a little old Mr. for it now. <laughs> Doctor Freeze. Yeah, he'd he's a little old for it now. But if, he would have been. If I good would say oh, who
0: I want mm. in the MCU, Dane Devito is very high up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Carrey, of course. Some in some way, I just love Jim Carrey. He's he was mm. he's been my idol. My childhood idol, and does he fit
1: though? Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, where well, would he fit in? Well, the for MCU? a long time,
0: people wanted him to be Carnage for a long time. Ooh, but he's kind of old now, so it'd be hard to do. But huh, uh, we have the technology. Yeah, yeah okay. that's true. I mean, that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, exactly.
1: I mean, if you are talking about Danny DeVito being Modoc, I mean, we can do Jim Carrey as Carnage. But
0: Modoc looks old and just yeah, you're right. Weird, you're, and, right, you're and right. Decrepit. Yeah,
1: he's a he's know. a big head
0: with like I mean, tiny arms, and I mean that's like
1: yeah, man, yeah. Fair enough. Um, let's hmm. keep going. Sorry. Yeah.
0: No, it's cool. Tangent.
1: Yeah, no big tangent, <laughs> no, no, but a no, good no, tangent. Cool. Yeah.
0: How did you all feel about Scott's friends, T.I. and the guy from The Dark Knight? And uh, again, we we talked about yeah. Michael, Payne at, Michael Pena at length a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really liked him. His scene where he was he had to recall the yeah the history of. Him, this guy in jail, or whatever. That was hilarious. Yeah, he, like, yeah I with the hair, yeah. Right now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, where is he? Was he emotionally? A whole truth serum. Yeah, yeah. it's great.
2: It is a truth serum. Yeah, that was one of them. that was fun.
1: <laughs> I mean, they were just try. They were clearly there just to be funny, and it was a little bit try hard. But they were cute and amusing. I mean, I don't think it was meant to be anything too serious, yeah. and they kind of fit and in And
2: I mean, I feel like they they were they gave TI a role mm. that was just not too far out of his range. Sure. He didn't right.
1: have to
0: stretch too hard he to He just be had that to guy. tilt his
1: hat to the correct angle and rock right. with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Dark Knight guy, he had some tangent about his cultural uh was it cultural Baba, like Baba. Folk, folk tale about something. That was kind of eh, it was yeah. what Baba Yaga. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It was it was all right.
1: I mean, did they, they really tried hard to like make them very significant to the plot and to the movie but they are just lovable adorable sidekicks yeah. and that was all they really did it was kind of nice to see them at the end uh like when they the, they grow the big building in the middle of the the, the, the pier the lab yeah, yeah the, the lab in the middle of the pier and like they they're the guys who, who do they take down i don't remember now they,
0: they took down walton goggins uh henchmen. right yeah so henchmen. they take that so yeah so it's like cool. one
1: yeah the kind of the lovable sidekicks take down the bumbling henchman that was all right but yeah they were, yeah. They were
0: fine yeah
2: I liked uh, I liked Michael Pena's uh, Hot Wheels scene. Yeah. yeah okay that was, <laughs> that was amazing cool. that the was whole really cool. idea
1: of the shrinking and growing cars and how cleverly they used that that was really well done the action scenes in this are on point and there's Fantastic. some really good videos out on Wired I think the YouTube channel is that are breaking down the, uh, the all of the uh, action scenes Okay. which which are really cool because the director's kind of explaining how they came up with certain parts and like that whole bit with running up the knife the shrinking and growing cars really good honestly
2: True. like I, I was I was like at the very beginning of the DVD you know, Mm -hmm. era, Mm -hmm. you know, where I was just like, I was going to circuit city and best Mm -hmm. Buy every week and picking stuff out of the sale Mm -hmm. bin because nobody was buying DVDs at Mm -hmm. that time. Mm -hmm. And I was just getting like DVDs week after week after week, just to get like the director's commentary and everything else like that. And I would just like sit and watch the making of and, and then having them talk through the movie and everything. And uh, at this point, this is what we were thinking. Right.
1: Yeah. That's the one thing I hate about Netflix is that there's no director's commentary or anything like that included. Yeah, because yeah, you can watch these great movies. Some of them really? do. Mm-hmm. Some
2: of them do have an audio yeah. f- a track yeah, that gives it's you kind of. But it's pretty
1: rare, unfortunately. Yeah, sorry, we're just bird walking everywhere today, aren't we? No, you good. You good. Mm-hmm.
2: Let's That's get... the first time I've heard that term, bird walking. What's really? that
1: mean? It means not being on the subject. All right. Yeah.
2: All right. I like it.
0: it. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Let's. Uh, so you all said you didn't like ghosts.
1: Okay, I didn't dislike her, but I thought that. Well, it definitely
0: mm-hmm. it definitely breaks the streak of great villains. Mm, Yeah. We had the Vulture last summer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, Thor Ragnarok, obviously like Jeff Goldblum wasn't, Amazing, but he was Jeff Goblin, so yeah, you can't, yeah. You and can't Hella hate
1: him. Was, was scary, yeah. We didn't yeah. really have
2: her
0: motivation, mm-hmm. and he wasn't the main
2: villain, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah.
1: But they were really compelling real. and interesting to watch, yeah. They were fine. and that's the thing that's missing from Ghost, in my opinion. She's not really compelling, she's kind of just throwing a temper tantrum it's, the whole time, yeah. It's kind mm-hmm.
2: of just like, I want my revenge, and that seems like a mm-hmm. DC villain, or, right? And know, it's and so
1: very much like, like, revenge for what? Speaking of Drake, but mm-hmm.
2: yeah, you ran into the room and got you
1: exactly. split <laughs> up, exactly. <laughs> well, okay. like, why she was, a,
2: she
0: was a child
1: I know, you can't but, hate you
2: know. no and, I'm, well, I'm not blaming worse. her for yeah. it but it's just mm-hmm. like why is she so pissed off at the whole world
1: mm-hmm.
0: well she's, I, in, she's just in constant pain yeah. you're, you're, in, you're in emotional pain because mm-hmm. of your family mm-hmm. You're in physical pain because you're literally being torn apart every right. second of your life. But I think then the, the government problem is you.
1: they told us that they didn't really show it to us. Yeah. So she just kind of said, I'm in a lot of pain. And she goes into her little cryogenic chamber. Well, not cryogenic, but you know what I mean? The I little, agree. Yeah. Yeah. But they never really show the consequences of that. So it's hard to really empathize with her. I and mean, you need to empathize with a villain. You need to know, you need to feel their pain so that even though they're evil, you kind of can well, get in there.
0: One mm-hmm. could argue that Black Panther didn't give Killmonger enough time to really Understand like where he came from.
1: Yeah, but he keyed into such a kind of crucial cultural thing. I think that he he got away with it. Honestly, mm-hmm.
2: I when it came to Killmonger, a lot of people left Black Panther talking about like, oh my God, Killmonger so deep. Killmonger was so right. Yeah. This that, and the other. no. no, no. I was like, wait, you know, like I'm I'm not necessarily on board with that. You mm-hmm, know what I'm saying mm-hmm. because. I mean, but yeah, I I think that we could have fleshed him out a little bit more Mm -hmm. and maybe uh, had a little bit more of his kind of backstory. Apparently, because even Michael B. Jordan says that he wrote like a diary of Mm, Killmonger's childhood and everything else like that to get himself into character. And if we could have had a little bit more of that, it might have been, you know, it might have made me feel... And, and I think that he was a great villain sure. already. I mm, think that he mm-hmm. was a good villain. I mean, but this mm-hmm. is only comparing to like things like DC villains and things yeah, like definitely. that. You know, so I'm just mm. like, this is why Marvel wins because mm-hmm. they have villains mm. that can kind of strike a chord right. with people.
1: I will say I was, supr- I knew the villain was Ghost. I don't watch a lot of trailers and things. I'll usually watch one and then not really pay, the, pay attention to the rest because I don't like spoilers. So I didn't know that Ghost had been raceless. So in the comics, Ghost is an old white guy right and in the mcu she's a young mixed race woman right uh which surprised me because i was i i saw that ghost was a woman obviously in her first scene and then i thought what okay that's new and then when she takes off her mask it's like oh and she a sister all right uh okay what do we do with this and because of that i was really disappointed because i'm like if you're gonna if you're gonna change it if you're gonna race bend or race lift the character you've got to make it work and they didn't do that and that was very upsetting well i would Mm -hmm. say they didn't Mm-hmm.
0: it worked mm-hmm. it just it was more of a it was adequate mm-hmm. as opposed to breakout stand mm-hmm.
1: out did you did thing, you see a yeah. wrinkle in time uh no i didn't Mm-mm.
2: okay uh because that was another kind of race oh lifting, yeah mm-hmm. you know type mm-hmm. of thing and um i'm not sure i thought it was cool and mm-hmm. i was happy for mm-hmm. the little girl storm mm-hmm. whatever her name mm-hmm. is um but at the same time i was just like it was like the, the, the white scientist father and mm-hmm. then the black mother mm-hmm. and everything else like that. And it mm-hmm. was just like, is this the new formula for, yeah, you know, kind exactly. of, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, we, yeah. we gotta have like
1: mm.
2: the colorist angle, yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? You know, where where black, this person is like light-skinned, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. yeah. Something yeah, totally. Like that. You gotta Obama yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. The other thing that I think, okay, and this is very nerdy, but if there's any place for that, it's here. So the other thing that I think contributed to ghosts not working is that, Okay, so Ghost was not originally written as a villain for Ant Man. Ghost and Ant Man never get into it. Ghost and Ant Man and the Wasp never get into it in the comics. I don't think they're ever even it's in the same comic. Iron Man. Villain. Yeah, Ghost is an Iron Man villain. And the Ghost's abilities and motivation, I think, fit Iron Man better than Ant Man. So I think they only used Ghost because of the whole quantum realm phasing in and out thing. Right. But that doesn't necessarily make her motivations or her backstory fitting frame and they really had to shoehorn that in there in a lot of ways like oh by the way Hank Pym has this other colleague who's almost as brilliant as he is and yeah okay
2: but it's Mm -hmm. it's also interesting that by the end of this Mm -hmm. film we're to believe that Ghost is no longer a villain
1: exactly like it's a little too neat Right. I mean, and which is something that I think has been happening a lot in the MCU, because I think Killmonger's ending was a little too neat too, you know, Um, which people are finally starting to to point out a little bit via meme, I noticed. Brendan, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm.
0: First, I think it's really cool that these villains are actually starting to get saved. Right. Spider-Man with the vulture. He you thought that, oh, it's just going to die in the fire and explosion, just like they always do. Mm -hmm. And he got saved. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, hella hella ate it as far as we know. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she's dead. Yeah, but I was really happy that they saved this woman. I thought mm-hmm. when they were coming out of the quantum realm, they hit her and then she was just gonna die and like to mm-hmm. be something that was gonna happen. You know, honestly, in the beginning, I thought that Michelle Pfeiffer was ghost. You know, maybe she was in the quantum realm and like her mind got altered or yeah. someone found her and you know something happened to her and she became the villain. Yeah, but I was surprised. That, that was really been cool. Good. <laughs> well, you know, it been something. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think overall. If if you're gonna make Ghost the villain, it would have been great just to not have Walter Walton. Gotta keep saying his name wrong. Walton Goggins, just take him out. Exactly. Exactly. If you just focused mm-hmm. it on Hank Scott, uh, that fa- those two families and Ghost would been great. But at the same time, mm-hmm. if you cut out Walton Goggins, it'd probably been harder to have the sidekicks in there and make it more of a comedy yeah that would, it wouldn't have been as
1: funny yeah it would have been a lot darker
0: right so i mean you can't make a black panther out of this this woman i mean it, it sucks that the first woman of color villain was kind of thrown away but mm-hmm. a she's not dead and to say it's too clean I, I mean her motivations from the very beginning wasn't like she wasn't she she, she wasn't interested in conquering the world or whatever she just mm-hmm. wanted to be fixed mm. yeah she mm-hmm. doesn't i mean she didn't even care about keeping her powers she just yeah. wanted to just not be right. in pain, not being pain. Right. so yeah you can once you're healed mm-hmm. then yeah, your, your motivations to attack people to kidnap well, you know it's done i, I don't like, know
1: though i'm well, sorry i didn't cut you off but i don't know i mean here's the thing if she so yes she wants to be fixed but her way of going about it like there's that whole scene between her and bill foster where he's like if you hurt that little girl i won't help you anymore she's clearly already a very villainous person because of the way that she's going about trying to get her issue fixed that's not going to go away just because she's not in pain anymore
2: well i think i think that like if you have like like a serious pain that's just, like, mm-hmm. always there and it's persistent, mm-hmm. it can drive you to to some insane lengths. Very true. Right, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And so for, for her, she, she's not thinking clearly. Mm-hmm. She's just thinking, point A to point B. How do oh, I get yeah. there most quickly? Mm-hmm. You know, and so she's... Mm-hmm. I mean, her villainy stems from, mm-hmm.
1: you
0: know, the fact from that, like, pain. she's not in her right mind at all.
1: Right, and she never really has been because she's been in pain for so long. I totally buy that. I mean,
0: she's not only... In pain, but there was a time limit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's getting worse. The mm-hmm. suit's not helping you as much anymore. You are mm-hmm. probably going to fade out of existence very mm-hmm. soon. You right. have, we said you have a matter of weeks. Yeah,
2: but but say for instance, you got a kid that has like leukemia. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they're on a time limit to a certain degree mm-hmm. too. They're given a certain amount of time. John Q. This, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. You know, like but but at <laughs> the same time, like it's not like just just this instant. Like I mean, like. If, if you have if you have a, a person with an adult with a terminal disease i think this is maybe a better they're not automatically just going to turn to villainy sometimes they just come to grips with the fact that like right i'm gonna die soon right. so let but, me like make amends or this but she's other. been
0: trained as a black widow like assassin character since she was a kid mm. so right. it isn't it isn't like she just made the switch to yeah, murder You're right, you're right. True. right? Yeah, you know that's she, very i mean she's probably murdered kids for the right. government And this is women, children, who knows? Yeah, you're probably right. So this probably isn't that.
2: This is very similar to um, a character that she plays in another um, universe. Okay. Her character in Killjoys. Okay. She plays two different characters in Killjoys.
1: Okay. Haven't watched it, but I heard about it.
2: The childhood and being kind of raised with these special abilities and training for something else like that. That's very similar to the exact kind of character that she plays in kind of oh, Killjoys. Um so um that to me was just like was it wasn't expected, but at the same time it was just like I felt like I knew her character a little bit already. Right. Okay. or one aspect of her character yeah. on Killjoys
1: anyway. That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Uh so getting off of Ghost a little bit. Sure. Can we can we move on to um to Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: Yeah. Okay. I Janet. meant to say yes. again we have all these DC Mm -hmm. actors crossing over J.K. Simmons who used to be like J. Jonah Jameson I'm sure he feels stupid right now
1: yeah exactly well (gasps) he could easily move over to the MCU if he wanted to well you got what's his name
0: you have the Joker uh, Jared Leto's gonna be the Morbius in the new Spider-Man spinoff
1: oh oh that's actually pretty clever the,
0: the animated
2: spider-man no
0: no, the, no like yeah. just like they're doing venom as a mm-hmm. solo yeah they're they're making a uh, like a sony a, version they're a sony. Making a, yeah, yeah a morbius the living vampire solo he'll be morbius so
1: hopefully he's a better morbius than he is a joker right yeah
2: huh uh, i don't blame jared leto for that joker i though.
1: don't either though i mean i think he did the best with a bad hand i don't believe just i, I don't good, blame yeah. him for that exactly it was a it wasn't, just wasn't a good movie. But, um, and it okay. wasn't written well. Not not at no. all. No, it no, was it really wasn't. badly written and pretty badly casted, too. Anyway, so, so Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Her, I loved. But can I talk about something I hated? Talk about it. The scene where Paul Rudd is channeling her. as she. Oh, I hated that so much. Oh, I thought that I hated was cute, that man. So I laughed. I thought it was awful. Oh, my were, gosh. Were you
0: cringing the entire time?
1: Yes, I was cringing the entire time. No, I was like, she, this is so bad.
0: When she, like, stroked... Uh, uh, her I, face is like hey hey Pete hey, you know, I was, felt like I jelly had suddenly, bean jelly bean oh that was gosh. cute man that was cute. I felt
1: like I had suddenly been taken back in time to an old episode of like Wonder Woman or the Hulk that used to come on TV no, that was, that was <laughs> like cute. it was totally like a TV kind of device. I was not feeling that at all. I guess my whole,
0: I liked it. Yeah, I, uh, I guess the part that was a little bit eh, like when they were holding hands, I feel like it could have been done a little better. I didn't really laugh at that, but it was I'm,
1: such a sitcom joke, just womp womp. They're no, holding but hands. That was B-dum, cute. That was cute. Laugh track. Cute it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like there there that's something that you could complain about, and I think that you're well within your rights to cl- to complain about it.
1: Thank you. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I, you don't need my permission to be disappointed. With it. <laughs> but, <laughs> thank, you, thank you. But for, for, for at for the me. same time, mm-hmm. I just felt like it, it, it kind of worked. Um, it worked for, for the characters. And it, it was one of those moments, especially with Hank, that I was just like, all right, Hank, even with your bad facial hair. You know,
1: I <laughs> yeah. I mean, Michael Douglas can act and he really did bring life to that character. You don't like him, but you're not supposed to. And that's yeah. all right. But yeah. Um, by the way, every time the thing that is interesting to me about mcu movies at this point is that you they're getting really weird and like we just accept we just accept it now and it's great because there's so many of them now like when we started everybody was like really we've got to ground iron man let's put him in afghanistan and make him robert downey jr and now it's like quantum realm raccoons in space just go with it it's great isn't it (laughs) first
2: of all first Mm -hmm. of all I'm with you 100% on mm-hmm. the weirdness mm-hmm. and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Like all of my favorite MCU movies are like weird MCU. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know like uh I know I know this guy doesn't like Doctor Strange, but Doctor mm-hmm. Strange is in my top 5 just because it's weird. Cuz it's so yeah, it's, it's weird so strange. MCU. And it's
1: just that we, I, who when they started making Marvel movies, did you ever think we'd get to this point where they could make the weird ones and people would still like be going with it and it'd be like selling out box offices?
0: What? How is Doctor Strange really that weird? Like it's, I gets I don't think mm-hmm. it's that because big of a deal, I mean, because, it has some cool mm-hmm. psychedelics, mm-hmm. but, yeah. but, but it's if just you a if you read Doctor Strange comic mm-hmm.
2: books, like it has the potential to get a lot weirder. The movie itself wasn't weird, but it's getting it's dipping its toes into sure. weird. I mean, and it that's great. it's great ideas, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: ideas on paper. Ideas on paper are great. I just mm-hmm. didn't think it was well, it was that that was executed.
1: But I think okay, maybe it wasn't it's that probably like it's. But mm-hmm. honestly,
0: probably as low as mm-hmm. Thor two for me. Right, Guardians two, Guardians two, and Doctor Strange. Wow. And Thor 2 are probably like my bottom, and, and Incredible Hulk are like my bottom right. four. Yeah. Guardians, Hulk is
2: Guardians bottom, bottom. 1 is mm-hmm. top in top five for me. Sure. Mm-hmm. And Guardians 2 is near the bottom.
1: Yeah. I guess my point more so than how well executed it is is that when they fir- remember how excited we all were to get a Spider Man movie and like how much they, how hard they had to work to ground it and make it accessible to everybody. Bec- you mean, try you to mean make it, it in two thousands? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Like how how they had to make it like grounded and like mm. really make it seem like very much an everyman kind of story just to get people to go see it, and now. Like, you know, Thor comes back in, what? what is it, in, uh, Ragnarok? in, in Ragnarok, and yeah. it's like, Earth has wizards now. And that's all he says to explain it, and we just go with it. Like, yeah. I never thought we'd get to the point where we would be telling these really meta-concept kind of stories. So you know? that was, mm-hmm. my,
2: my first thing was mm-hmm. just like, I'm with you on the mm-hmm. weird stuff. Mm-hmm. But the second thing is just like, you're saying that, oh, we're bringing in Robert Downey Jr. You don't bring in Robert Downey Jr. to ground something.
1: Well, I think for <laughs> Iron Man, they had to. They had to get a really recognizable face, a really familiar kind of face okay, so what who do you could mean? play like you know kind of that playboy character but we'd seen him do that kind of thing before B- what do you mean
2: by grounding then
1: i mean in terms of so they couldn't have brought in an unknown person to play iron man because nobody would have gone with it when people see robert downey jr's face he was familiar he's kind of a he's been an actor for a long time what you gonna say brendan
0: i would just argue mm-hmm. i mean iron man kind of helped Make Robert Downey Jr. I mean, before that, I can't remember anything he was in besides mm-hmm. Weird Science. I mean, he was really? in some he was in some movie where he was a crooked cop.
2: Really? Oh, have you seen Less Than Zero? He's no.
0: in so
1: he was in so many things. I'm just saying, I think it I'm, helps just saying him I'm just saying, I'm just saying, this current generation. Yeah, I'm perhaps, just saying but, mm-hmm.
0: because of his, he mm-hmm. fell off with the drugs. I don't think it was mm-hmm. he was in such high demand at that time. Like, oh my god, it's one of his movies. I got to see it. Like in 2008, it'd be like a Christian Bale movie. Oh, I got to be there for it. But yeah. Robert Downey Jr., I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think they just made a good film and mm-hmm. they ma- they made the marketing was awesome for it yeah. and then once folks went into the theater to see it mm-hmm. it was like yeah this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't think Robert Downey Jr sold that movie. Yeah. That's well, all Robert I'm saying. Robert Downey really? Jr had gotten out of the lockup and yeah. he yeah. Had just gotten out of Yeah, just- yeah it wasn't I
1: think he did though cuz I mean he again he's a familiar face and every- America loves an underdog story. We love a redemption arc. He's he's a fast <laughs> so, yeah. talker, you know, exactly. kind of this, exactly. that and the other. He's, he's charming, everyone. he does great, he does great interviews. Yeah. Mhm.
0: All right. Let's cut to the mid-credit stinger because uh, we're almost out of time oh, so yeah. i want mm-hmm. us to just move forward okay. here okay so as predicted i mean i knew that his family was going to get mm-hmm. ghosted well we don't know about cassie though i wonder if mm-hmm. she got ghosted too who knows mm. or dusted is the term
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do you guys feel about that
1: I knew it was coming kind of in some part of me, but right. I was hoping that they would get be a little more creative and leave like one of them behind. I feel like it is kind of convenient to take out the only other super scientist in the galaxy that way so that for ne- for the next Avengers movie, we well, can We've still really. got Bill
2: Foster. Well, this we don't which,
0: know. Yeah, but Bill he Foster's not Hank Pym. <laughs> he could be there. Yeah, he
1: could. He couldn't be. Yeah, we don't know. That would actually be interesting to bring him into the next Avengers movie.
0: Like maybe, actually, maybe he brings him back in the next movie Mm. like he's he just pops up like maybe he was following hank or like hey i i i heard a there was an Uh anomaly on my spectrometer and i focused i I found this Mm -hmm. van
1: that'd be that'd be really good and i would give them all of the gold stars if they do that but i think that dr morpheus brings him out of the matrix (laughs) yeah Ah. hey that'd be an excellent meta but i have to be honest i think this was just a convenient way of getting ant-man out of the way for the next movie he'll pop up at the end maybe yeah
0: no i no. he'll definitely be no here's the thing what they said remember when michelle pfeiffer said Mm -hmm. don't go near the time vortex Mm. so we know that captain marvel (gasps) is being set in the (sighs) 1990s so i wonder if he kind of wanders into one of those things and pops out and maybe that's a stinger Mm. for captain marvel who knows Okay, that
1: could be good yeah that could be good i mean there are ways to bring him back in it but i still i mean you know What's the what's the term? Occam's razor. The easiest example. The easiest answer usually is. I really just think they're trying to get him out of the way because they they didn't explain where he was during the during uh during Infinity War. Infinity War. No, they did. About, yeah. We talk about mm-hmm. Hawkeye. No, let's not talk. About well, no, 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 They did <laughs> Even explain. Who's <Hawkeye> <laughs> about thing. Hawkeye. <laughs> no, hold on. Hold on hey, hey, hey,
0: remember in the beginning of this movie, they said his house arrest meant that he could not be around technology at all. Yeah. So he d- he couldn't read the news mm-hmm. um and they were also in san francisco the mm-hmm. alien attack happened only on, on new in, york, yeah. mm-hmm. in new york and in a secret country that no one knows about yeah Wakanda. so it isn't like the whole world should know about infinity war mm-hmm. they would know about the consequences after everyone got dusted mm-hmm. but True. it's not out of the realm of possibility mm-hmm. that he really didn't know what was going on of course yeah so exactly i and can't blame yeah. him mm-hmm
1: oh yeah I don't blame him I'm just saying they never really explained where he was in the movie Infinity War they never say hey what about Ant-Man that never comes up so oh. then, they, so they explain it in this movie and mm. then I think that, d- that putting him in the quantum realm is a, is a convenient way to keep him out of the way for well, most think, if not all of well, the I action well
0: I think Infinity, Infinity War mm. it was such a fast paced movie right I mm. mean as soon as Hulk shows up and Iron Man's there it's like yo yeah. these guys are yeah, here we gotta the go running, yeah. and then they mm. they literally go off into space right after that yeah um, so yeah exactly it's not mm-hmm. a big, it, the, I mean they did mention in Infinity War that he's in house arrest yeah they so did. Mm-hmm. yeah so they yeah, well, they, totally. they explained it they yeah explained so
1: it. yeah, they, but I mean they didn't really they, get they into it but I, I guess I, I don't have high hopes for maybe this is just my own personal prejudice because again I'm not an Ant-Man fan but I mean I, I really think this was just a way to get him out of the way for part of it
2: now I want to mm-hmm. talk about Janet being evaporated because the evaporated people go where?
1: Okay. into the time stone or whatever. Into the soul stone. Soul stone, whatever, yeah. The soul stone, right? Do you you think they're really going to go with that for the movie, though?
2: I don't know, because I I feel like she, because she was been in the quantum, you know. So she could get out. She's been in the quantum thing for so long that she Mm -hmm. knows how to operate within it you know she knows how to survive within it and if like she's inside of some sort of quantum soul stone or whatever Mm -hmm. because mcu is always going to try to explain some things with science of course right they're not going to let just let the magic thing go Mm -hmm. you know as much as as possible so Mm -hmm. um which is why kind of wizards in new york is kind of a joke right yeah exactly um so i'm wondering is she going to be able to do something her and hank Mm-hmm. From within the Soul Stone, where I assume time is infinite?
1: Uh, maybe. Or yeah, probably. Can in we also? Some sort of
0: way? I just want to note Scott's the only non original member of the Avengers who's still alive.
1: Oh, yeah, of the movie right? Avengers. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Black
0: Panther, he died. All the secondary characters besides um, Rocket, uh, Raccoon. rocket, rocket. Mm-hmm. Raccoon is the only only person, but he's not really part of the Avengers. but no, Ant-Man's the only person who's, and
2: he's not a human,
0: right? So Ant-Man is the only,
2: uh, but I guess Thanos
0: not. wasn't snapping for only humanoid life forms. Yeah, exactly, because Groot all disappeared. Lifeforms. Yeah, so. right. So actually, animals were dead too. Yeah, that's Ooh. messed up. Uh, Kevin yeah. Feige just revealed like this week mm-hmm. that Thanos's snap included animals too, which doesn't make sense because mm-hmm. if you're trying to feed more people, yeah. wouldn't killing half the population pretty much Put the starving back where they. I, were. No, yeah. but
2: because it would allow it would allow for those populations of animals that people eat to flourish to a rebound. little bit more with more space. Sure. And mm-hmm. Okay. I yeah. mean, I'll, whatever. I
1: mean, I still don't get how you get a magic. Gem encrusted glowing glove that you can snap your fingers and do anything with, and instead of making more stuff, you kill half of everything. I still that still doesn't well, make sense. Well, in Infinity War, so he said yeah. that
0: resources are finite. So he did. So but, maybe but again, uh, in a way of grounding, a uh, grounding yeah, the, mm-hmm. the thing, I just can't be a genie. Yeah, uh, I just have to. Mm-hmm. Let's not get side of course, Sight that's track a good get sidetracked. Sorry, sorry. So, sorry. so okay. we all were cool about the mid-credit Yeah, mid-credit sequence. scene
1: was fine. Cool End-credit scene, why did I stay for that? I don't understand. Oh, the, the, ending, end was, the ending scene was the horrible. Ridiculous. It's
0: very similar. Mm-hmm. There have been two films so far that have done kind of an F- mm-hmm. to you to the crowd. And it was started with Spider-Man Homecoming, when you had Captain America just oh, sitting yeah. on the mm-hmm. TV like, what do you say, Patience is a Virtue. Yeah. And it's kind of just waited there. You know there. what? That, that didn't bug me as much.
1: Yeah, it was cute. But you can only get away with It doesn't play. It
2: doesn't connect to anything else. It's just kind of... There, but like I was, I was okay with it. This one, i the the end credit scene, I was not okay with. Yeah,
1: you can only get away with that. Kind well, of thing Ragnarok
0: once. did it too, right? Jeff Goldblum was at the end, like he was captured. And yeah, was, yeah, but it's Jeff mm-hmm.
2: Goldblum.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I mean, I waiting all that time. I didn't really do all that. That's mm. the thing. I don't need to do all that. Mm-hmm. I don't need to wait just for his yeah, but again, seconds doing
1: things. I think that just speaks to how critical Ant-Man is not in the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, you know, he's light, he's fun, he's fluffy.
0: Well, it's the only, mm-hmm. it's one of the only, I think it's the only solo standalone that really can stand alone. Like, the first Captain America yeah. film set up the Cosmic Cube or the, the Tesseract for Avengers, right? Thor yeah. set up Loki to be the bad guy in Avengers, mm-hmm. right? All these other stories really connect because they really they, they needed them to work mm-hmm. if ant-man didn't work it wouldn't like the mcu would fail off that if captain america right. didn't mm-hmm. work i mean i guess they could still chug forward mm-hmm. but they really need captain DC. america to work exactly exactly <laughs> right yeah
1: yeah right mm-hmm.
0: dc's having a hard time right because they can't mm-hmm. get their the main guys off the ground i hope Aquaman all they have works. is all they have is wonder oh, woman right gosh. now
1: i sincerely doubt it will i like james wan i do too but (laughs) we'll see what happens i mean i really want it to work but it's not looking good so far (laughs) but yeah i mean i don't know i just don't think ant-man is that crucial and i think that that's why they can get away with rubbish in credit scenes unfortunately rubbish yes yeah
2: i mean you can because here's even in even in um civil war like ant-man could have been there or not yeah, exactly. You know, it was fun to have him oh, kind of thrown yeah, exactly. in there. This scene was awesome, mm-hmm.
1: though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was a little uh-huh. kid, as Perf- soon
0: as his eyes were like, whoa. I was yeah. also like, whoa, yeah, at the same yeah, time. That's he, no, he was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. yeah. He's,
1: but uh, but, but that's you're right. And Fly I think, in me. actually, getting, seeing the Pim Van Dyne's get dusted is maybe the first time there's been an overt connection in an Ant-Man movie to the rest of the MCU. I mean, okay, so Falcon was in the first Ant-Man movie, but again, that was a scene that could have been there. Also, or not, you really? had uh,
0: mm-hmm. Haley At Haley Atwell, uh, <gasps> Cap- Captain America's love interest, uh, Peggy Carter. Peggy, Peggy Carter, what? Agent Carter Wait. is like one of. The, it's it, a great show. It's a great show. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. It's I don't. Good. Yeah, I've never watched that. I don't. Know, I don't could, get the connection. If you can watch it, no, she. Well, remember in Captain America one, she was mm-hmm. the love interest, and yeah. she helped found Shield. Shield. Yeah. She helped found, found Shield.
1: How is she connected to Ant-Man though? Sorry, I missed it.
0: Because. The, the history. She she mm-hmm. uh, in the first Ant Man film mm-hmm. when Hank was young and they and he was trying to <gasps> oh, get out of. Oh the, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess more to like the the whole cosmic cube, Infinity Stones thing. This is the first time there's been an sure, overt, sure. overt connection to that. Sure, of Sorry, course. not that there's uh, there's been connections to Shield and to other heroes, but to the actual the big bed of the whole overarching overarching uh, MCU. Yeah, this is the first overt connection. I think. I think. I don't know. I might be wrong. All right. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Well, just overall, we were positive about this movie. We we recommend it. See it. It was fun. See it. It's great. I'm probably going to see it again Mm -hmm. uh, this coming weekend. It's not doing too great. Uh, It debuted Mm -hmm. in America at about 76 million. Because again. (laughs) It's higher. It grossed higher than the original Ant-Man, but I don't know if it's going to have the same amount of legs. There's some other Mm -hmm. movies coming out. Uh, uh, The Rocks, uh, Die Hard, Light, Skyscrapers coming out. I saw that. You still got The Incredibles 2 is still out and that's, that's yeah. during Gangbusters. Jurassic mm-hmm. World 2 is still out and that's doing, doing well. It's doing well.
1: Although who knows why. <laughs> uh,
0: well, this concludes this episode of Blurred Up. If you want to find us, we are on Facebook at B-L-E-R-D-U-P. You can also find us on Twitter at B-L-E-R-D. If you are an old man and want to shoot us an email, hit us up at yoblurredup at gmail.com mail how can they find you
1: instagram mama lazarus find me there
0: can you spell that for us uh
1: sure m-a-m-a-l-a-z-a-r-u-s zed.
0: <laughs> all right rubbish and zed all right that's hey, what we're getting now. <laughs> all right cool <laughs> if you want to hit up dk of course direct all your all your questions to
2: all your all the hate mail send it to me right.
0: <laughs> cool thank you all very much and as always be you
2: Yay.